Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. See, this is the attitude of a steward. I'm just giving back to you a portion of what you've given me. When you start giving, it starts a supernatural flow towards you of God's ability. God will bless you more than you deserve. God will bless you and make things work better than they ever could have. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing my teaching on financial stewardship, and we're into the middle of my fourth week. And so we're drawing kind of to a close on this. And I tell you, I've covered a lot of really important things. The first three weeks basically was dealing with the motive behind your giving. That's more important than your giving. And now I'm talking about the tithe. You know, the tithe is something that if any of you have been in church any length of time at all, you've heard some teaching on the tithe because that's how most churches survive. And so they teach on the tithe. And many times they use Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 through 10 to basically force people into giving out of fear, not out of love. And yesterday I contrasted the scriptures in Malachi chapter 3 with the scriptures in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, where it talks about in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, you're supposed to give not grudgingly or of necessity because God loves a cheerful giver. You give as you purpose in your own heart. And that is directly in opposition to the Old Testament motivation of Malachi chapter 3. Let me just read these verses again. In verse 8, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with the curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. So that is a different motivation than 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And I taught on this yesterday, but the key to this is Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, where it says that Christ became a curse for us, as it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through faith. So Christ redeemed me from the curse of Malachi chapter 3, verse 9. I know that there's a lot of people that don't like this, especially people that have been raised under a performance-based thing where their faith isn't completely in what Jesus did for them, but they believe that God rewards them and deals with them based on their own personal performance instead of their relationship with Jesus. To people that don't have a revelation of grace, this to say that you are redeemed from the curse and you don't have to tithe to avoid a curse, they just get incensed at this especially preachers, because they say, how are you going to motivate people to give? Love, I believe, is a greater motivation than fear. Now, fear is a more common motivation. You can preach the law. You can preach you're cursed with the curse if you don't tithe. And you can even get people that don't know God, aren't even born again, and they can pay tithes. You can get people who are just marginally Christians but they aren't mature in the Lord. They will give out of fear. Fear is a more common denominator, but love is a greater motivator. Plus, when you minister out of love, it has no torment with it. Over in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, it talks about anybody who has torment hasn't been made perfect 
IN LOVE YET. FEAR HAS TORMENT. AND WHEN YOU ARE GIVING BECAUSE YOU ARE APPEASING AN ANGRY GOD, IT BENEFITS THE PEOPLE YOU GIVE TO. IT MIGHT BENEFIT THAT CHURCH THAT YOU GIVE TO, BUT IT'S GOING TO KILL YOUR RETURN ON THAT. AND I USED THIS VERSE YESTERDAY QUITE A BIT OUT OF 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 13, VERSE 3, WHERE IT SAYS, IF YOU GIVE ALL OF YOUR GOODS TO FEED THE POOR, OR IF YOU GIVE YOUR BODY TO BE BURNED, AND DON'T DO IT MOTIVATED BY LOVE, IT PROFITS YOU NOTHING. YOU KILL THE RETURN, THE HARVEST OFF OF YOUR GIVING WHEN YOU GIVE WITH THE WRONG MOTIVATION. THE MOTIVE BEHIND YOUR GIFT IS MORE IMPORTANT THAN YOUR GIFT. AND SAD TO SAY, MALACHI CHAPTER 3 IS AN OLD TESTAMENT SCRIPTURE THAT HAD A CURSE ASSOCIATED WITH IT. WE'VE BEEN REDEEMED FROM THIS CURSE, BUT NOT MANY CHRISTIANS INTERPRET THESE PASSAGES IN THAT WAY, AND SO THEY STILL GIVE OUT OF DEBT, OUT OF OBLIGATION, APPEASING AN ANGRY GOD, AND BECAUSE OF IT, YOU AREN'T RECEIVING THE HARVEST THAT, you, that GOD INTENDS FOR YOU TO HAVE. YOU KNOW, IF ALL THERE WAS TO PROSPERITY IS YOU JUST GIVE, AND THEN IT COMES BACK TO YOU A HUNDRED TIMES IN THIS LIFE. IT SAYS THAT THERE'S NO MAN THAT HAS LEFT HOUSE, FATHER, MOTHER, BROTHER, SISTER, LANDS FOR MY SAKE IN THE GOSPELS, BUT WHAT HE WILL RECEIVE A HUNDREDFOLD IN THIS LIFE WITH PERSECUTIONS AND IN THE WORLD TO COME EVERLASTING LIFE. GOD PROMISED YOU ONE HUNDREDFOLD IN THIS LIFE, AND IF ALL THERE IS TO OBTAIN THAT IS JUST, BOOM, YOU GIVE, AND IT'S LIKE A SLOT MACHINE. YOU PUT THE COIN IN, PULL THE HANDLE, AND OUT COMES YOUR RETURN. IF THAT'S ALL THERE WAS TO IT, WELL, THEN MOST OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM WOULD BE FILTHY, STINKING, DIRTY RICH. YOU KNOW, JUST THINK ABOUT THIS. IF YOU'VE GIVEN $1,000 TO CHURCH, TO MINISTRIES, uh, TO HELP, YOU KNOW, SOMEBODY THAT WAS IN NEED OR SOMETHING, IF YOU'VE GIVEN $1,000 IN YOUR LIFETIME, YOU'RE GOING TO RECEIVE A HUNDREDFOLD IN THIS LIFE. SO THAT WOULD BE $100,000. IF YOU GAVE $10,000, THEN YOU WOULD RECEIVE $1 MILLION IN uh, A LIFETIME. IS THAT RIGHT? I THINK SO. ANYWAY, IT'S A LOT OF MONEY. YOU WOULD RECEIVE... IF ALL THERE WAS IS JUST BOOM, YOU GIVE AND IT COMES BACK. BUT SEE, BECAUSE YOUR MOTIVE HAS TO BE RIGHT. IF YOU GIVE WITH THE WRONG MOTIVE, 1 CORINTHIANS 13, 3, IT PROFITS YOU NOTHING. AND IF YOU ARE GIVING OUT OF THE MOTIVE OF MALACHI CHAPTER 3, WHERE YOU ARE APPEASING AN ANGRY GOD, THE GOD FATHER INSTEAD OF GOD THE FATHER, IF THAT'S YOUR MOTIVE, THAT'S THE REASON THAT YOU HAVEN'T RECEIVED IT BACK. THERE ARE MANY OF YOU THAT HAVE GIVEN ENOUGH MONEY THAT IF ALL THERE WAS WAS JUST GET IT A HUNDREDFOLD AND IT'S AUTOMATIC, YOU WOULD HAVE A LOT OF MONEY. BUT YOU, MANY OF YOU HAVEN'T RECEIVED ANY RETURN OFF OF YOUR GIVING BECAUSE YOUR MOTIVE HAS BEEN WRONG. SO HOW DO YOU CHANGE THIS? YOU RECOGNIZE THAT CHRIST TOOK THIS CURSE FOR US, AND NOW I DON'T HAVE TO TITHE IN ORDER TO HAVE GOD LOVE ME AND TO BE ACCEPTED WITH GOD. NOW, I'M GOING TO GET INTO THIS MORE, PROBABLY NOT TODAY, BUT AS I CONTINUE THROUGH THIS SERIES, I'LL EXPLAIN IT EVEN MORE. BUT THIS DOES NOT SAY THAT YOU JUST NOW ARE FREE TO NOT GIVE. WELL, IT IS TRUE THAT YOU COULD NOT GIVE, AND IT'S NOT GOING TO CHANGE GOD'S LOVE FOR YOU. BUT I GUARANTEE YOU, YOU'RE HURTING YOURSELF IF YOU DON'T GIVE. AND I'VE USED THIS OVER THE LAST THREE AND A HALF WEEKS. I'VE USED IT HUNDREDS OF TIMES ABOUT THE WORD OF GOD BEING LIKE A SEED. IF YOU DON'T TAKE THAT, uh, SOME OF THE SEED THAT GOD GIVES YOU AND PLANT IT, YOU AREN'T GOING TO HAVE A HARVEST AND YOU'RE EVENTUALLY GOING TO GO HUNGRY. EVEN THOUGH YOU DON'T HAVE TO GIVE NOW IN ORDER TO APPEASE AN ANGRY GOD AND TO REMOVE HIS CURSE, IT'S STILL WISDOM TO GIVE. 
MONEY IS LIKE A SEED. YOU PLANT IT. WHEN YOU GIVE IT, IT'S LIKE PLANTING SEED AND A HARVEST COMES UP. WHEN YOU GIVE, THAT'S GOD'S WAY OF MULTIPLYING BACK TO YOU. SO WE STILL GIVE, BUT NOW I DON'T GIVE OUT OF DEBT AND OUT OF OBLIGATION. I GIVE CHEERFULLY AS I PURPOSE IN MY OWN HEART, AND GOD LOVES THAT CHEERFUL GIVING. BOY, THIS IS VERY IMPORTANT WHAT I'M SAYING. I KNOW SOME OF YOU MAY THINK, WELL, it's, IT DOESN'T MAKE THAT MUCH DIFFERENCE. ONE WAY OR THE OTHER, I STILL NEED TO BE GIVING. NO, IT MAKES A HUGE DIFFERENCE. THE MOTIVE BEHIND YOUR GIFT IS MORE IMPORTANT THAN YOUR GIFT. AND IF YOU ARE GIVING OUT OF DEBT BECAUSE YOU ARE AFRAID THAT YOU'RE GOING TO BE CURSED, IF YOU ARE GIVING OUT OF FEAR, FEAR DEACTIVATES THE HARVEST THAT'S IN YOUR SEED. IT STOPS IT. IT KILLS THE HARVEST. BUT LOVE IS WHAT RELEASES IT. IT'S LIKE LOVE. WHEN YOU GIVE OUT OF A CHEERFUL HEART BECAUSE YOU JUST LOVE GOD, MAN, THAT'S LIKE MIRACLE GROW PUT ON THAT SEED THAT YOU'VE PLANTED, AND IT'S GOING TO GROW AND MULTIPLY. YOU NEED TO GIVE OUT OF A PURE HEART. AND SAD TO SAY, SO MUCH OF WHAT'S BEING TAUGHT ABOUT THE TITHE IS NOT BEING TAUGHT FROM A PURE HEART. IT'S BEING TAUGHT LIKE MALACHI CHAPTER 3. AND I POINTED THIS OUT. LET ME JUST MAKE A MENTION OF THIS. I WON'T STAY ON IT. BUT SOME PEOPLE SAY, WELL, YOU STILL HAVE TO TITHE OR YOU'RE CURSED. WELL, IT SAYS HERE THAT YOU'VE ROBBED GOD IN TITHES AND OFFERINGS. ANY PERSON WHO BELIEVES THAT YOU ARE, YOU HAVE TO PAY A TITHE OR YOU'RE CURSED, THEN YOU'VE ALSO GOT TO PAY OFFERINGS OR YOU'RE CURSED. THAT'S WHAT IT SAYS. AND A FRIEND OF MINE SAID THAT THAT'S 33% OF YOUR INCOME. SO IF YOU'RE GIVING LESS THAN 33% OF YOUR INCOME BACK TO THE LORD, THEN ACCORDING TO MALACHI CHAPTER 3, YOU'RE CURSED. MOST OF YOU AREN'T DOING THAT. YOU BETTER CRAWL OUT FROM UNDER THIS CURSE BEFORE IT KILLS YOU. NO, WE ARE REDEEMED FROM THIS. YOU DO NOT HAVE TO TITHE IN ORDER TO APPEASE AN ANGRY GOD. HERE'S SOMETHING ELSE ABOUT THE TITHE THAT I WANT TO BRING OUT. IN VERSE 10, IT SAYS, BRING YE ALL THE TITHES INTO THE STOREHOUSE, THAT THERE MAY BE MEAT IN MINE HOUSE, AND PROVE ME NOW HEREWITH, SAITH THE LORD OF HOSTS, IF I WILL NOT OPEN YOU THE WINDOWS OF HEAVEN AND POUR YOU OUT A BLESSING, THAT THERE SHALL NOT BE ROOM ENOUGH TO RECEIVE IT. AND MANY CHURCHES TEACH THAT THE STOREHOUSE IS THE CHURCH. YOU HAVE TO GIVE THE TITHE TO THE CHURCH, AND ONLY OFFERINGS GO TO A MINISTRY LIKE MINE OR TO, a, uh, YOU KNOW, HELPING THE HOMELESS, THE HUNGRY, THE DESTITUTE, PEOPLE THAT ARE INVOLVED IN SEX TRADE, MISSIONS, ALL OF THAT KIND OF STUFF, THAT THAT'S ALL OFFERINGS, BUT THE TITHE GOES TO THE CHURCH, THAT THE CHURCH IS THE STOREHOUSE. AND, OF COURSE, THE OBVIOUS BENEFIT TO THAT TO THE CHURCHES, THAT THAT CAUSES EVERYBODY TO GIVE THEIR TITHE DIRECTLY TO THE CHURCH, AND THAT'S A WAY OF THEM SUPPORTING THEMSELVES. SO LET ME SAY THIS. I BELIEVE THAT THE CHURCH CAN BE A STOREHOUSE BETTER THAN A MINISTRY LIKE MINE OR HELPING THE HOMELESS OR FEEDING THE HUNGRY OR MISSIONS OR ANYTHING LIKE THAT. I BELIEVE THAT THE CHURCH IS A BETTER STOREHOUSE THAN ANY MINISTRY uh, COULD EVER BE IF IT'S FUNCTIONING CORRECTLY. SO IF THE CHURCH IS A NEW TESTAMENT CHURCH AND IF IT'S DOING WHAT IT SHOULD BE DOING, I WOULD AGREE 100% THAT YOU SHOULD PUT YOUR TITHE INTO THE LOCAL CHURCH AND USE OFFERINGS TO SEND MINISTRIES LIKE MINE TO MISSIONS, ORGANIZATIONS, AND THINGS LIKE THAT. I HAVE NO PROBLEM WITH THAT. THERE IS NOT A SHORTAGE OF MONEY. GOD WILL TAKE CARE OF EVERYBODY, AND I BELIEVE THAT THAT IS THE BEST CASE SCENARIO. BUT I AM NOT WILLING TO SAY THAT THE CHURCH IS JUST EQUALS THE STOREHOUSE, BECAUSE THERE ARE A LOT OF CHURCHES THAT ARE NOT PREACHING THE TRUE GOSPEL. 
They're preaching religious traditions. They are condemning people. There's people that, there are churches that are using Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 through 10 to tell you you're cursed with the curse. If you don't pay your tithes, God's going to get you. You should not put your tithe into a situation like that. And I know that there's a lot of people upset about that. But you know, a storehouse is just, it's an old uh, word, an old English word that was used for these times. That's where people kept their food. They had a little storehouse and they would keep their food out there when they went hungry. You know, like in modern days, people canned food and they put it in their cellar or something like that. And then all year long, they go and get this food that they've laid up and that's what they used to eat. And so uh, this is talking about a storehouse is where you keep your food. It's where you get fed from. So the local church should be feeding you in a way that I can't. Now I can teach the Word and I actually have probably more teaching on the Word than, than many churches do. I can teach the Word, but I can't be there to help you raise your kids and speak directly into their life I CAN'T BE THERE TO HELP MARRY AND BURY YOUR CHILDREN OR YOUR LOVED ONES. I CAN'T BE THERE WHEN YOU HAVE A PROBLEM AND YOU NEED TO GO FOR COUNSELING. YOU CAN'T COME TO ME. YOU KNOW, I JUST CAN'T COUNSEL EVERY SINGLE PERSON. A CHURCH CAN MINISTER TO YOU on a, ON a LEVEL THAT I CAN'T. PLUS, A CHURCH IS MUCH MORE THAN JUST THE TEACHING OF THE WORD. YOU GET THE FELLOWSHIP OF THE OTHER BELIEVERS THERE. IF SOMETHING HAPPENED, IF A PERSON WAS TO DIE, YOU KNOW, THE CHURCH WILL BRING FOOD OVER AND SO THAT YOU DON'T HAVE TO SIT THERE AND JUST BE OVERWHELMED BY CLEANING THE HOUSE AND COOKING AND DOING THE THINGS THAT SOMETIMES YOU HAVE TO DO. Uh, THE BELIEVERS AROUND YOU WILL COME. AND THAT'S AN IMPORTANT FUNCTION OF THE CHURCH. THE CHURCH IS JUST MUCH MORE THAN WHAT MY MINISTRY IS. MY MINISTRY IS NOT A CHURCH. AND I CAN'T MINISTER TO PEOPLE ON THE SAME LEVEL THAT A CHURCH DOES. SO IN A PERFECT WORLD, I WOULD SAY THAT IF YOU GO TO A GOOD CHURCH THAT IS PREACHING THE TRUE GOSPEL AND MEETING THESE NEEDS AND HELPING YOU WITH YOUR KIDS AND YOUR FAMILY AND THEY'RE THERE FOR YOU WHEN YOU RUN INTO PROBLEMS, I WOULD SAY THAT, MAN, YOU OUGHT TO BE PUTTING YOUR TITHE INTO THAT CHURCH BECAUSE THEY NEED IT AND THEY NEED IT IN ORDER TO BE ABLE TO MINISTER TO YOU AND ALL of THE OTHER PEOPLE. SO I HAVE NO PROBLEMS WITH THAT. BUT I DO BELIEVE THAT THERE ARE VERY FEW I DON'T KNOW IF THAT'S THE RIGHT WAY TO SAY IT, BUT THERE ARE NOT ENOUGH GODLY CHURCHES AROUND. THERE ARE A LOT OF CHURCHES THAT THEIR WHOLE MINISTRY CONSISTS OF ONE HOUR A WEEK ON SUNDAY MORNING. AND IF YOU GO TO A FANATICAL CHURCH, MAYBE THEY WILL HAVE A MIDWEEK SERVICE OR SOMETHING LIKE THAT, OR MAYBE THEY WILL HAVE SOME SMALL GROUPS WHERE YOU GET TOGETHER AND DO SOME THINGS. BUT THE AVERAGE CHURCH TODAY IS ONLY BEING USED AN HOUR OR TWO A WEEK IT IS NOT MINISTERING TO YOU. DID YOU KNOW THAT COMING TO OUR BIBLE SCHOOL, YOU GET THE EQUIVALENT OF 22 YEARS WORTH OF CHURCH ATTENDANCE IN TWO YEARS OF BIBLE SCHOOL. WE ARE MINISTERING THE WORD MUCH, MUCH MORE. AND WE SPEAK INTO PEOPLE'S LIVES. WE DON'T FUNCTION TOTALLY AS A CHURCH, BUT MY POINT IS THAT THERE ARE MANY CHURCHES TODAY THAT REALLY I DON'T THINK ARE NEW TESTAMENT CHURCH. THEY AREN'T DOING WHAT THE WORD SAYS. THEY AREN'T IMPACTING YOUR LIFE ON A DAILY BASIS. AND THEN THERE'S SOME OF THE CHURCHES THAT ARE ACTUALLY PREACHING CONTRARY TO WHAT THE WORD SAYS. THEY'RE PREACHING LEGALISM. THEY'RE TELLING YOU THAT IF YOU DON'T PAY YOUR tithes, GOD'S GOING TO CURSE YOU. THIS IS THE REASON THAT YOU'RE STRUGGLING. GOD'S GOING TO KILL PEOPLE IN YOUR FAMILY. 
I've actually run across all of these things. People have been told that the reason their child was born with some kind of a disability is because they didn't pay their tithes. That is not the truth. That is not the gospel. And if you are going to a church like that, my first thing I would say to you is get out of there. Don't let the door hit you as you leave. Walk out of there so quickly the door doesn't have time to close on you. You need to get out of there and go to a good church. And if you find a good church that is ministering to you on all of these different levels, well, then put your tithes there. I have no problem with that. But if you aren't going to, if let's say, for instance, there isn't a good church in your area, if you're in a large metropolitan area, you should be able to find a good church. But, you know, there's many people out in rural areas that honestly, I mean, they would have to drive hours and hours to go to a church. They couldn't be involved at the level they would need to be. And there are some people that just honestly do not have a good church around them. There's other people that for whatever reason, maybe their mate isn't seeking the Lord and they will go to this church, although it's not really everything you want it to be, but they will go there. It's better to get something than it is to get nothing. And so I've talked to a lot of people that they go to a church, uh, kind of a religious church to, you know, for their uh, mate or for their children for the youth program or something like that. But it's not preaching the true gospel. It's not feeding you. I would say don't put your money there. You put your money, you bring the tithes into the storehouse. Where are you getting fed from? Now, if you go to a good church, and if you are involved in that church and it's ministering to you on all of these different levels that I've described, well, then that would be appropriate for you to put your tithe there. But I'm just pulling this figure out of the air. I don't have a way to say this emphatically, but I, excuse me, I would suspect that probably 70% or more of the people watching this program are going to a church that is not really feeding you. I know this because I get people writing me all of the time. I've been in church for 20 years. I've never heard the things that you're saying. They start receiving my materials and they say, man, this is changing my life. And they're being ministered to on a level through this ministry that they've never been ministered to through their church. And yet they continue to put their ties into something where you may be licensing homosexuals into ministry. You're preaching just a social gospel. They're anti-Christ. They're anti-gospel. They're preaching a performance-based thing. And yet you just continue to put your ties in there because you got to bring your ties into the storehouse. The storehouse is where you're being fed. You should go to a church that is feeding you and your family in a way that I can't. And so that would be the best thing. Put your tithes there and send offerings above that to me or to missions organizations and things like that. But if for whatever reason you aren't in a good church, do not put your tithes into a place that is not preaching the true gospel, that is not feeding you. If you have to go to church and then when you come out of church, you feel worse than when you went because they're beating you down instead of lifting you up, and stuff, you should not be putting your tithes into that. So I have people all the time ask and say, can we send our tithes to you? I tell them the exact same things that I've told you, that you should give your tithes to where you're fed, and you should be in a church that is feeding you in a way that I can't. So I tell them, go find you a good church and put your tithes into there. But if for whatever reason you can't find a good church, or you haven't found a good church yet, it's not wrong for you to give your tithes to me or to a missions organization. I don't think that that's the best 
BUT WE DON'T LIVE IN A PERFECT WORLD, AND UNTIL YOU FIND A GOOD CHURCH, YOU CAN GIVE YOUR tithes TO WHERE YOU'RE FED. I'M NOT SAYING THIS FOR MY BENEFIT. I'M JUST SAYING IT TO uh, RIGHTLY DIVIDE THE WORD. TO JUST SAY THAT A CHURCH IS A STOREHOUSE, AND SO YOU GO TO THE FIRST CHURCH YOU MEET, AND THEY MAY NOT EVEN BE PREACHING THE GOSPEL. THEY MAY BE BEATING PEOPLE UP AND CAUSING MORE DAMAGE THAN WHAT THEY'RE HELPING, AND YOU JUST START PUTTING YOUR tithes INTO THERE BECAUSE THEY'VE GOT THE NAME CHURCH IN THEIR TITLE. THAT'S WRONG. NO, YOU, you GIVE YOUR tithes TO WHERE YOU'RE FED. GO FIND A CHURCH THAT FEEDS YOU, GIVE YOUR tithes THERE AND OFFERINGS ABOVE THAT TO OTHER THINGS, BUT IF YOU CAN'T FIND THAT, YOU ARE NOT WRONG TO GIVE YOUR tithes TO WHERE YOU'RE FED. AND I'M GOING TO TEACH ON THIS MORE uh, ON TOMORROW'S BROADCAST. I DON'T HAVE TIME TODAY. I'LL JUST MENTION IT. BUT WHEN YOU START GIVING TO PEOPLE WHO ARE NOT PREACHING THE TRUE GOSPEL AND THEY ARE MANIPULATING AND CONDEMNING PEOPLE INTO GIVING, YOU'RE ACTUALLY REWARDING THEM. YOU'RE ENCOURAGING THEM IN WHAT THEY'RE DOING. IF CHRISTIANS WOULD START GIVING WHERE THEY'RE FED, AND I'M GOING TO SHOW YOU MORE SCRIPTURES ON TOMORROW'S PROGRAM ABOUT THAT. IF YOU JUST STARTED GIVING WHERE YOU'RE FED, LIKE IF YOU GO INTO WENDY'S, YOU DON'T GO ACROSS THE STREET AND PAY MCDONALD'S FOR WHAT YOU BOUGHT AT WENDY'S OR WHAT YOU ATE AT WENDY'S. LIKEWISE, YOU DON'T GO INTO SOME CHURCH AND PAY THEM, AND YET THEY AREN'T FEEDING YOU. ACTUALLY, THEY'RE DRAINING YOU, AND YET YOU GO SOMEWHERE ELSE AND YOU BOOTLEG THE GOSPEL OFF OF TELEVISION OR OFF OF BOOKS AND CD'S, AND THAT'S WHERE YOU'RE BEING FED, BUT YOU PUT ALL OF YOUR MONEY INTO THIS DEAD CHURCH. THAT'S WRONG. THAT'S LIKE GOING ACROSS THE STREET AND PAYING THE OTHER RESTAURANT FOR WHAT YOU ATE AT WENDY'S. THAT'S JUST WRONG. YOU GIVE WHERE YOU'RE FED. IF PEOPLE FOLLOWED THAT, YOU KNOW WHAT THAT WOULD DO? THAT WOULD ENCOURAGE THE PEOPLE WHO ARE TRULY PREACHING THE WORD OF GOD. THEY WOULD HAVE MORE THAN ENOUGH FINANCES BECAUSE THEY'RE FEEDING PEOPLE. AND THE PEOPLE WHO ARE JUST CHARLATANS AND THEY'RE MANIPULATING AND THEY'VE GOT ALL OF THIS CHARISMA AND, and THE PONY SHOW AND THE LIGHTS AND THE SMOKE AND THE MIRRORS, BUT THERE'S NO SUBSTANCE TO IT, THOSE PEOPLE WOULD EITHER DRY UP AND LEAVE AND THEY'D BE GONE, OR THEY'D HAVE TO GET RIGHT WITH GOD AND START FEEDING THE PEOPLE. BUT SAD TO SAY, THE AVERAGE CHRISTIAN DOESN'T GIVE WHERE THEY'RE FED. THEY GIVE WHERE THEY'RE BEGGED. THEY GIVE WHERE THEY'RE COERCED. THEY GIVE FOR ALL KINDS OF DIFFERENT REASONS. BUT THE SIMPLEST THING IS JUST TO BRING YOUR tithes INTO THE STOREHOUSE. WHERE DO YOU GET FED FROM? WHEN YOU GO GET SOME FOOD, GIVE. YOU KNOW, I'LL LISTEN TO PEOPLE ON THE RADIO OR TELEVISION, AND SOMETIMES IT'S PEOPLE THAT I DON'T EVEN AGREE WITH EVERYTHING THEY SAY. BUT IF GOD USES THEM, IF THEY SPEAK SOMETHING, THAT MINISTERS TO ME, I'LL SEND THEM FIVE BUCKS, I'LL SEND THEM TEN BUCKS. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I, GOD BLESSES ME. I, IF I EAT SOMETHING, IF SOMEBODY FEEDS ME, I'M GOING TO GIVE TO THEM. I'M GOING TO BLESS THEM. YOU DO THE SAME THING IN THE NATURAL REALM, BUT IN THE SPIRITUAL REALM, WE GET OUR FOOD FROM HERE AND THEN WE GO PAY OVER THERE. THAT DOESN'T MAKE SENSE. THIS IS JUST AS SIMPLE AS SAYING, BRING THE tithes TO WHERE YOU'RE FED. GIVE TO WHERE YOU'RE BEING FED. IF SOMEBODY'S FEEDING YOU, GIVE TO THEM. THAT IS A GODLY PRINCIPLE. AND I TELL YOU, IF YOU WOULD DO THAT, IT WOULD MAKE A HUGE DIFFERENCE, NOT ONLY IN THE BODY OF CHRIST AS A WHOLE, BUT IT WOULD MAKE A HUGE DIFFERENCE IN YOUR FINANCES. IT WOULD START A SUPERNATURAL FLOW OF GOD'S PROSPERITY TOWARDS YOU. AGAIN, I WANT TO REMIND YOU THAT I'VE GOT ALL OF THIS WRITTEN IN THIS BOOK ABOUT FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. I WOULD ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THIS. WE'RE OFFERING THIS FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT. WE'LL GIVE IT TO YOU. THERE'S NOT A SET PRICE. IF YOU WANT THE WHOLE PACKAGE WHERE YOU GET THE BOOK, THE CD'S, THE DVD'S, THE STUDY GUIDES, AND THIS EXTRA DVD THAT HAS TESTIMONIES OF PEOPLE WHO PUT THIS TO PRACTICE, 
in their life. If you want the whole package, we have a price on that. But if you'll listen to our announcer, he'll give you the entire uh, way that you can get these products. So please listen to him and then call or write today and request these materials. Andrew's complete teaching titled Financial Stewardship is available in either a CD or DVD album or as a book or companion study guide. Also available is the Financial Breakthroughs DVD, which includes six true stories of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the book, study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. Ready to get more out of God's Word than ever before? We gladly announce the newly recreated Andrew Womack Living Commentary. Study with Andrew from Genesis to Revelation. This Living Commentary is packed with a lifetime of Andrew's own footnotes on over 32,000 verses and counting. This extensive Living Commentary contains multiple translations of the Bible including the King James Version Plus, along with Strong's Concordance, where you can find the original Greek and Hebrew text. Andrew has also provided you with several historically respected commentaries. It's never been easier for you to study through the Bible with Andrew. Priced at only $120, this continuously updated living commentary is now available exclusively as a download for both Mac and Windows at awmi.net. Man, before I came to Karis, I was so broken. I dealt a lot with anxiety and depression. I didn't really realize I could have an actual relationship with God. When I came here, I started to see God like, you know, He just wants to have a relationship with me. It totally transformed the way I look at God. God longs to have fellowship with you. This is where faith comes from. It's not just head knowledge, Bible school knowledge, it's revelation knowledge that changes you. Just been set free from a lot of the bondage I was in. I haven't been depressed in so long. Pretty awesome having that just weight lifted and putting on Jesus' yoke. You come here and you meet God personally and then He gives you a whole new direction. This is a time, this is a season of your life that God's wanting to show you who you really are and what He's wanting to do in your life. 
If you have a desire for Bible college, God's the one that put it there. If you're considering coming to Karis, I just want to say it's going to be one of the best decisions you've made in your life. We've got a brand new feature on Gospel Truth TV, and that is the on-demand feature. And that's where if you aren't watching at the time your favorite program comes on, you can go back and get whatever you want to see on demand. It's a great new feature. Check it out at gospeltruth.tv.